Welcome to Content Breaker. Featuring Static Dreads, Kaiju Kells, Strangely Entertaining, and Zogbert. Today's episode is 86, 86, 86. Hello, welcome to another podcast. Content Breaker, we're here. I'm your handler, Strange, tonight. And then I have with me uh, the Kells with the camera. Uh, optical, yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> Word and then, to Fido, though. Yes. Oh, no. Then yes. I have also with me Static Dreads. I mean, y'all pretty much have like little robot names that that are your internet names. So, anyways, <laughs> I mean, also um, word to bow before Zog. The uh, yeah, tragically died in action um, and is now one of the Legion. Welcome to the Legion. His last words were, "The fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> yep. Um, His last words are, "Don't let me be a part of the Legion." <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Today we're talking about eighty six, eighty six. Is that how you say it? He's no, just eighty six. Yeah, oh. but you're right. Though. There's no, 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 no four five. You know, <laughs> not like that. Not that situation. Now, not with that attitude. <laughs> yes, but let's so, get like, what it, into yeah, it. Yeah, what is exactly eighty six? Well, it's an anime. About really? racism and mechs and friendships and loss and, and sadness. war and forcing a group of people that doesn't look like you to be your weapons and it's nobody's it's okay. <laughs> no, no one's okay. Uh, and like accepting fate and death and everything. It is a good time. If you have not watched 86, we. Highly suggest you go do it now and come back to the podcast later because uh, there will be spoilers ahead. <clears throat> and I will say, I just want to make a note. I don't feel like it's about accepting fate. I feel like it's defying fate more so, but I could be wrong. That's my interpretation. I, well, I don't know. I feel it, like, yes, they did like, uh, or at least Undertaker definitely def- de- defied fate for like the rest of his group more so at the end. Uh, I mean, but equally... He also accepted his fate in that he would never uh, get to live a regular ass quote unquote human life. Yeah. Like that was simply not in the cards for him. And he kind of accepted the fact that he would most likely die on the battlefield because there was simply nothing else for him. He had a singular goal of killing his brother, which what a what a whole ass anime plot that is. Ooh, that was um, sauce. And then after that try really hard and die on the battlefield yeah yeah so but like into the overview 86 is a combat anime like a mecha like dystopian future anime where the world is kind of divided or at least the place we're taking is divided by these like pure race people basically they're kind of like aryans I guess you can say like, yeah, no, I was definitely getting Aryan vibes. And honestly, like if I'm being honest, I don't know why, like, <laughs> I don't know why you would choose white skin. 
If you're gonna be like Eric, because like that's so much sunscreen you're gonna have to use, you know. Well, <laughs> it's like, it's all a representation of like Japan's relationship with like uh, Nazi Germany and the like extended impact of like war and the vile things that happen and society choose and enforce and make happen. Uh, for the quote unquote cause and for the people. And that's like reiterated throughout this thing. Yeah, um, no, de- definitely that. I'm just saying in general, if yeah, you're wow. going to pick a skin color, please just pick a darker skin color. So you don't have to use so by, much sunscreen. By virtue of choosing a lighter skin <laughs> color, tragically based on historical evidence, you wind up in power. That's simply the fact we can just build buildings and go inside because we're white. That's the decision making there. Gosh, tragically. But, uh, but no, yeah. totally. 86 is kind of in my vibe before I was going to compare it to a bunch of other shows. Um, mech wise, I would combine it. It's Ghost in the Shell with mm. our spider mechs with a twist of Gundam Iron Blood Orphans. Like that kind of gnarly grittiness. Like, about the just, perils of war and trauma in children. Yeah, I did see in, in the, because, you know, I like to read the comments uh, sometimes. Somebody did, it was like, this is like Iron Blood Orphans. I'm like, I could see that. I haven't watched it. I know of it and I know about it. So I could definitely see that. Uh, definitely like the getting in there with the big giant gun on your spider robot's back and just blowing up the machine under you. It's kind of like, it's a little dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Dang. But also a touch like Attack on Titan, not quite as dramatic in the deaths as death is a very normal, regular thing in the world of 86. Mm -hmm. Uh, But certainly the, the kind of geopolitical setup, like it is the empire or whatever the kingdom is called versus Uh. the Legion of Drones. It's the, the Republic, Republic of yeah. San Magnolia. Yeah, they're yeah, fighting the against. They're fighting against the Gadian Empire, which does not exist anymore. The Legion, but yeah, yes. Which, which that that whole concept about the Legion is the Legion is this kind of super weapon drone army that was built by a combination of um, other countries that consumed everyone and now the only real living human beings are in like that we see in the show so far because it's got more than one season which is exciting but so far we only see humans living in the republic of san magnolia and even then the whole propaganda plot point is that in the humane war between San Magnolia and everyone else, there has been zero deaths. There has been zero fatalities. While that is not very technically true, simply by virtue of the 85... 86. uh, 86, yes, I'm getting to that. (laughs) There's 85 precincts in this country that are considered human places of living but of course the 86th is everyone that doesn't look like our main character 
and they have to pilot the drones. However, they are not considered to be human by the mass populace of San Magnolia. Simply based off the fact that they were born somewhere else or they look different, which is a huge, huge plot point in this. And it's like so many profound parallels to the real world and life and just things like that. And our main character, Lena, who is contender for wife of the year, gotta, just got to add that in there, um, does not agree with this because her father was... So she lost her father when she was young, I think around seven or so, when her father took her to the war zone, which is literally like bad worst parent of the year, like right there. Like, <laughs> why I, would she? Yeah, no, no, no. It's terrible. I could see why he would do this, though. Yeah, like, like I understand. To, to show her, yes, but then like, oh, wait, right. Autonomous machine, shoot anything they see. Are, right. Forgot about that one. <laughs> are, are you telling me that Vaclav... Melezen, <laughs> we're gonna go with that. Is up there for worst dad of anime? Uh, probably. He's not Gendo, but, but he's yeah, definitely he's, worse than Endeavor. Like, uh, no, <laughs> no, because Endeavor is a true asshole. Now, did he make? Now, did uh, Vaclav make poor decisions? Yes. I mean, but did he have bad intentions? No. Did Endeavor have bad intentions? If we go with yes, that argument, whole ass. We going to breed the strongest, no matter what. Uh, however, anyways, this is not a conversation about worst dads of anime. True. However, I am building <laughs> uh, data. <laughs> I, I, I value this conversation about data of the bad dads of anime. Thank you. Yes. You're um, right. But pro- proceeding about the tragedy of her dad taking her to a fucking war zone at the age of six or seven. Yeah. And I mean, you wouldn't. No, that's like <laughs> top five dumbest things that are obvious that you don't do with a child. Like <laughs> the things that they don't have to tell you to do with a child when they're first born because common sense dictates otherwise. Yeah. If given the option, which no one always has this, if given the option, don't take your child to a fucking war zone. Yes, especially one that you don't have to be at, and especially the worst one. Like, literally, the front lines. The worst one. Like, <laughs> But equally, it was an enlightening period in the moment of Lene's, um life. Yeah, it's just like, you know, don't give your child a shot that turns them into a titan after <laughs> committing genocide. But... So oh, shit. Now you tell me. <laughs> so, yeah, Lena is... You know that. <laughs> Lena, I think it's Lena. Now I'm messed up again. But, um, yeah, Lena is yeah, Lena. profoundly inspired by her dad's sacrifice to shine the truth. And her uncle is, like, the head of the military. So, basically, she gets... And she works and hard as well. She's one of the captains. Everybody makes fun of her because yeah. she is the one who, you know... She's the one who cares about these people or cares. She doesn't really. Oh, my God. It's so profound when she finds out she doesn't really care. Like, she's just like, okay. So before we get into the depth of that, that's I want to I really got to preface by talking about the way 86 tells the story, which is something that we have to address. Even though it's on the rundown strange. I'm I'm going to ask about that one. You're fine. Hey, you know what? (laughs) Look. The static rant is in there. (laughs) Yes. So 86 tells a story from two perspectives. Like half the episode is either sometimes it's half an episode, sometimes it's a whole episode or not. So you get the Republic's 
perspective, which is like the pure Aryan race of everything is a utopia, the bloodless war, all this, no people have died. And then you get the 86 perspective, which is like we're down in the trenches. And it uses like timestamps to tell the story, which I am in love with if you do it correctly, which I feel like 86 did it perfectly. And you see the same events transpiring, but from different viewpoints, which gives you that extra like showing the extra division and difference between the two types of world to show why Lena, the handler, can never truly be in 86 and why vice versa as well. Like the 86 are very versed in combat. They know the true story. They get to the places before they're even called. And Lena's the first person to even know is like, hey, yo, this is what's happening. Like, this is why this is happening. So without like going insane from the simple knowledge of things that are as crazy as you can literally hear the last cry of the dead that have fallen previously in the enemy's voices when that happened i was like oh no (laughs) but but no i i I totally agree with you like the insight between the two viewpoints as a a simple uh storytelling mechanic to really enlighten you that Mm -hmm. no matter lena's like good intentions to a certain point of like you on, on her end, you have these ideals, but very really you don't know what you don't know. And it's through the constant persistence in gaining the knowledge of what it's like for someone that is not you, that you can begin to understand in some part what it's like for someone else's experience. Yes. You can't do it at face value. And they really treat her like that. They're like, you're trying to be all nice and good, but you didn't even ask us what our real given names are. Yeah. And that she doesn't, oh. <laughs> she doesn't even think that that would be an option based on her comprehension of the world. But equally the persistence, her going, Wait a minute, no matter how like angry you were, that was fucked up. Like I didn't begin to consider your humanity even went beyond simply your code name. So sure. I'm going to take the time and I'm going to ask what is your name? No matter like come what may. This is the price I have to pay for gaining the knowledge and showing you I genuinely give a fuck. Yes, and it was done like that. That episode like shook me as well. I think it was like episode two, maybe episode three, but I was definitely like, holy crap, you know, this is that was the moment where you're like, wow, like to me, I was like, okay, the show from the first episode, I was like, okay, this show is gonna be good. And the second episode, I was like, wow, like, and seeing that we are dealing with things like you don't even think about, but like, as you know, people who, you know, have experienced some type of segregation in some way. There's a way that I feel like people can really relate to this. And even if you like read the stories of like Germanic Nazi Germany and all this other stuff that's going on in the world, you'll see like these are like really happening. Like the 86 have to wear like armbands. Like that's a subtle difference that they don't even tell you. 
but you like see it. They live in like this closed off area where they're not even allowed to like just, you know, leave or anything. They don't have, you know, the technology that other people have. They have one book that Shin has read like hundreds of times. I think there might be more books, but. There's- oh, yeah. Shin's entire like room, even his mini fridge is filled yeah. to the brim with books. Yeah, that was funny. I was like, oh, he's which, got full snacks. Oh, we, books. <laughs> when you're ready for it, let's talk about Shin, but uh, continue with your thought. Yeah, no, it's just it just does such a good job of building that. Like, this is a truly different world. Like, the world building is incredible in 86. Like, because when you think, it, at first, you're like watching it, and you're like, wow, there's not that really that much information to take in because it's like a perfect example of show. You can sometimes show instead of tell. And I'm like, yo, I really like this. But yeah, now let's get into the characters 100%. And let's start with our boy Shin, who is also the grave digger. And by grave digger, I totally undertaker? meant undertaker. I don't know why I said the grave digger. <laughs> the grave digger. It's because I was thinking about his emblem. I was thinking about his emblem in my head because it has a shovel. But yes. But he's also got no head because he's the Dulahan. Yes. But we'll get into that in, in just a bit. Yeah. Um. So Shin is... Uh, Shinen knows it, the Reaper of the 86 people, along with (laughs) the Undertaker. And his whole thing is he's some kid, just like the rest of them. However, he's seen a portion of the reality of life, just like the rest of them, that has influenced him to become a fucking badass. His brother, who he looked up to, tried to murder him in the strain and stress of having to go to war himself. And losing their parents or something like that. Right. So all his parents died because they're they're technically 86 and the purge of anyone that's not white pigs is expelled into the 86 precinct. And go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, like, which is super dark because they do mention that, like, they killed all the adults. Only the kids were allowed to be 86 because they were the only ones compatible. Hmm. Is I didn't look that deep. Is that legit? I'm pretty sure that's what they said because they said, I know they said the when they were doing the testing, when you find out more about um, the group, that the parents and kids were separated and the kids were sent to one spot and the parents were sent to another. So we found out from Homegirl who was like, I don't care about these people and I hate you most of all, which we'll get to her later because I got <laughs> I got a lot to say about her. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but Shin is like found his role as an ace pilot of the 86 and the spider robots and is leading the first unit. All of these terms are up for whatever. Uh, but yeah, he's like the leader of the first unit and the one that's like trying. He's got a goal. He's great behind the gun, and also his singular goal is to find his brother and kill him. Because, spoilers, the Legion aren't some nebulous enemy. They aren't some nation that is just, like, fighting man on man, and everyone's making up bullshit. The Legion are whole-ass autonomous drones that take people's domes alive or dead and use their brains as cpus to better attack human life 
Yeah. Yeah. And oh, that, that is. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, we find that out. And the 86 already know this. And they hear it, like you said earlier, they hear the voices of the dead. And Shin never stops hearing them. Everybody else can get out of range, but Shin always hears them, no matter where he is or what he's doing. He hears the voices of the dead, of the Legion calling to him. And this can sometimes be an advantage because he can go out and be like, okay, this is how we find them before they find us. He knows what's going on. And yeah. So the unit is called the spearhead unit of these aces of the 86, like all veterans who've lived long enough to get a code name because in this like they really do be dying like attack on titan in the series like people die like i think we start with the spearhead squadron of i think they have like 30 was, plus I people it was like 15 or no i thought, the one, I thought it was like 15 but so sorry. the ones we see it's closer to like 10 but later on we get introduced to the fact that like at some point yeah this squad had 30 people in it yeah previously yeah now there and was then, as we go, like people just keep dropping. Because the Legion's a bunch of hoes, or they make a mistake, or... It's or just- because it's all a grand conspiracy, man. Put yes. on your tinfoil. Put on your tinfoil. It's time for... The white picks fucked it up again. Oh. Um, so everyone <laughs> in the spear unit is sent there. To die. Because in the 86 kind of story... If you make it past a certain time of service, which is like six five years, years something like that. That's five. It, sure. If you make it past a certain time of service, uh, you are you become a citizen of the real ass republic. However, no one ever makes it past their service date. And the spearhead unit is pretty much why. They ship all the veterans of the 86 to the spearhead unit to simply fight and fight and fight until they're dead. No other purpose. No no progress is gained. No victories against the Legion. Simply, we fight and fight and fight until this group is dead. And then we ship in the next one. Yes, and you find out in episode, I want to say episode eight or nine, you find out when Lena goes to talk about, or Lena goes to talk to her uncle, who is the head of the whole military, the Alba military, who are our Aryans, and says, hey, you know, these people need help. They need, like, plans. They need better weapons. Like, when is it coming? When are they going to get this? Like, they can't fight. They're doing all this with OMX. And the uncle's like, stop. And she's like going on and he's like, stop. He's like, they're never. This is when you find out the big shocker that, like you said, their plan is to die. The world can never find out what the Alba Republic did, like the Empire did. They can never know because if the rest of the world found out, which makes me believe there are definitely other living people in this world. But if they find out what happened, the Republic will be tarnished. And that was a very interesting tidbit. I'm like, okay, so it's not just the way of the world. This nation is literally Germany, like in the Nazi times. Because, you know, if the rest of the world knew about the atrocities, that you're using people, that you are killing these kids, that you 
murdered a whole race of people <laughs> to not fight. Like, there's going to be repercussions. And, and certainly, that's the big thing. It's not simply a race. It's everyone that doesn't fit your idea of the race that should persist. Mm -hmm. Now, the vast majority of like Nazi Germany was Jewish people. Mm -hmm. Um, But certainly in in this show, I I appreciate the variety of people that it it shows as uh, being 86, being not meeting the requirement of the Republic. Yeah. Simply then they become 86. Yeah. Um, but let's get into the characters. Like we talked about Shin. Um yep. who Shin Shin's Shin is the guy. Yes. <laughs> like Shin is the guy. And you know who's the other guy who I really rock with? I really who? rock with Raiden Sugar. Like he is that right hand man. He is the Zoro to the Luthi that is Shin. Like He's the one who's talking to Lena and be like, yo, cut the comms. Like, he doesn't, mm-hmm. like, he wouldn't want you to see this. Or, like, you know, like, Lena, that's enough for the day when Theo goes on this whole rant about her not understanding how they feel and all that. Like, he's the one who kind of mediates between Lena and the rest of the group while also having his, like, qualms. He's the level-headed guy of the group. And, you know, he's, he made it to... A theoretical in, um, because I also have a theory which I'll share a little bit later. But oh, I say a theory. I was like, we don't know what happened. To, it kind of left it open for season I have, two. <laughs> I have a theory. Yeah, now we're getting into part two, like hundred percent. But like, I have a theory that the only person who's gonna be there is Lena. But we'll get to that. So uh, that's that's who I rock with. But Shin, um, Lena as well. Like I said, it best girl of the season. Like it's gonna be hard. To differentiate who is best girl of the year, because I know we had Toru, which Toru, I ain't trying to bring fruit baskets of this, but we know, we know, like, we know. Um, <laughs> so, but we got, there's a lot of competition for best girl of the year, but Lena definitely is right there. I love, I love how she, like, for the, literally until like episode 10, you're like, you can only do so much. You can only talk about it you can't be about it and then she finds a way to be about it like when she comes in in episode 10 like when they're fighting the legion it's the final battle bro everyone said that you know what this is the last this is it we're on the special op we are about to be murdered and the republic wanted it like this the entire time Mm. we're gonna croak and we're gonna go out there and fight. And Lita, Lita's like, Lord, I'm Don't not gonna so. sit by. No matter your warning to not call us it again, we're gonna. Sh- I'm gonna show up, and I'm gonna bring the heat. Yes, literally. Like, no, she literally <laughs> bought the missiles and then the dummy missiles as well. Like her strategy was crazy. She took over eyesight, which hurt her. Like she was doing all types of stuff we didn't know. But then, like the baddie she is, after that, when they went to go on their journey for Perilous, this girl walked to, she went to the barricades where they were, hoping to find some semblance, any semblance, and the parallel between that and the music of Avid, I was about to throw my chair out my window. Like, I was about to go, nah, I don't need this chair, I don't need this window, I don't need constraints, I'm free. Like, it was so... It was so good. Like, it was like, ah, oh, Swano, and then, like, the music, and then the art, and just everything. 
But no, Lena, like Lena, number one, Shin, number one. But there is one more character that I wanted to get into before I toss it to you, Strange, so you can say your words. And, right. and this girl, this girl, <laughs> the doctor slash professor, Aneta, who I love to hate her. Like, she <laughs> was that perfect mix of like, she completely took me out of left field, first of all. Like, I thought she was like, you know, good and like all pure. And I was like, yeah, I want to help the 86. No, no. Here's some chaos. No, 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 no. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. First off, your your assumption of her is all wrong. Her entire vibe, the entire show, until we get the big swerve on her, like, well, not the big swerve, the big reveal, is simply, no, Lena, stop talking to your 86 like they're people. Just simply go with the flow because there's nothing we can fucking do. That is her exact vibe. Every interaction we see with her until the scene where we get her backstory. She ain't good. She's just like the rest of them. Well, okay. Not, maybe not. blow over. Maybe not good is the word I was looking for. But she, you know, she doesn't make outwardly make fun of Lena for her beliefs in other people is what I'm trying to say. She is in the Republic eye. She's as close to a good person as we're going to get outside of Lena is what I meant. Like, I was like, okay, she's not utterly trash. And then we get to her backstory. Like, even before her backstory, we get to her like being like, yo, like, I hate you. I've always hated you the most because that was in the backstory. We got the backstory about her father being a scientist. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So let's run on the backstory right quick. So back in the day, before the 86 were quarantined and shipped off to a single thing to fight a death army of not, like never ending, um, the 86 in their entirety, the variety of people were living among the Republic. And the uh, what's her bucket? What's her name? Lena or Aneta? Aneta. So yeah. Aneta's family was living next door to big reveal it was shin and his brother and his parents right that's yeah. a, that's an enormous reveal yeah in the in I, the show I, but i i get yeah. it but like also i kind of have a i'll let you finish your thing and then i want to say my piece go ahead yes uh make sure we come back to that yes write your yeah. piece down strange we know you'd be forgetting oh, peace. it's about shin being like surprise neighbors because of course um but totally um we've got neighbors that are not the white pigs and then boom we have the like her dad has a choice either we take him in and keep him away from being abducted and that means like tragedy for the entire family like that's a short-term good move but how long can you hold out that's the question yes but he's willing to do it if she is like yes i'll go that's my friend that's my friend over there. I Shin is my friend across the way. But no, she goes, no, nah, I don't know him. Fuck that guy. <laughs> and when she looks at Shin in the face and says, get away, you colored. I'm like, no. <laughs> Fuck is wrong she, with you, I child? I forgot she said that. <laughs> yeah. Fuck is wrong with you, child? And the fact and, that Shin was just like, okay. She said he didn't even seem mad or anything. He just, like, accepted. I was like, 
that, that's totally shit. Yeah. I just yeah, like, he's just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But no. And then she goes to live on like, then, you know, on top of that, after not taking them in, she said her dad was happy that she said no because no one wanted to deal with the risk. Okay. They, I, I wouldn't say happy. They phrased it specifically. Well, as, relieved. Well, no, not even that. <laughs> like, simply that by her saying no, Shin wasn't her friend. She gave her dad a way out of not having to take them in. And then, by virtue of the experimentation that he was doing with Shin's parents, or Shin's, like, mother and, and sister, on, like, their their intuitive connection to each other, the military found out about that and said, you're going to perfect this for us. Which meant, surprise, human experimentation, but it's 86, so they're not human. So what's the peril? What's the problem? Yes. So they experimented on both, like, the whole family, like, even Shin as well. Like, he is the the collar that they use is basically was tested on Shin's family and Shin and his brother making them. I, believe. I don't, I don't think it was tested on Shin. I don't think it was because they were taken literally the next day that, um, well, Aneta said, he's not my friend. They were, they were tested on the, Shin. The, yeah, no, because he no. no, he has that that white part around his neck because for, his brother choked him to literal death. It's a different situation. Didn't look like it. You know, know I'm <laughs> I'm vaguely strongly remember her saying that like they tested on Shin as well. But yeah, okay, but like okay, so they tested on the family at the very beginning to like try and figure out the situation about them being able to feel their mother's like feelings without seeing her. Yeah. Which is like the, the introduction for this kind of technology. Yeah. But the human experimentation was not done on them in the dramatic and violent way that it progresses once they're taken as 86. Yeah. Because the dad found out what was happening and then he murdered himself after perfecting the, uh, yeah, after the ray, the para raid system. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, and so, so he didn't know about the cruel experiments because that's the catalyst. He was for the him. one doing them. But like, apparently he, there was something else going on as well that he found out about, which made him kill himself. He did. No, do, no. He, he was the one, to my knowledge, he was the one at the military's insistence doing the human experimentation, which at, once he finished his project. He was like, I can no longer go on about this because it costs so many lives to figure it out. Like how many people were harmed in the experiment? Do you yeah, wonder were, if that's like, if that's like a parallel to like mustard gas or something like that? It most likely is like, okay. Yeah, and just, no, like, cause there was like a lot of people in the Holocaust and other, like, Hey, even the Tuskegee <laughs> Airmen project in America, which I don't want to tell you about, they tested things on African-Americans and like stuff. That's part of the reason why people don't like go getting vaccines in that community. Because well, okay. Time out. Tuskegee Airmen <laughs> and the Tuskegee experiments are two different things. Did I say Tuskegee Airmen? I meant the Tuskegee project. Yep. Okay. Well, um, yeah, but simply, <laughs> but both, both from Tuskegee, Alabama. Yes. Right. Uh, but certainly the Tuskegee experiments 
on the uh, the black population without their knowledge yes. um, is kind of is is that exact reason in which, uh, as you said, uh, there is there is concern and mistrust in the healthcare system of America. Yeah, real real life. But um, yeah. So going back to fiction, which is slightly worse or worse. Um, but no. So Alina, Anita, wow, Aneta. <laughs> Yes, Aneta goes yep. to express her hate for Lena because she brings up these feelings and whatnot, and says, "I continued my dad's work after he died because there was something she said like she like she wanted to find like a piece or something for them." I believe she said something, which I forgot exactly. I know, Kels, you watched it most recently, so um, I feel like she was just a total asshole the entire time of this big story reveal like her giving the backstory about the 86 across the way her telling about her father's secret story and then him killing himself where everyone thought it was an accident um and then her being like i picked up the i picked up the cause because what else am i going to do in this world where i have no control over anything she is a tragic example of complacency uh, someone who starts off really blameless. You know, she's a child who is indoctrinated in this belief, but at a certain point, her actions cause her to be at fault. Yes. And that's something she can't cope with. That's the thing, like her entire character is her not being able to cope with everything she's done has been fucked up and wrong, like morally wrong. And I love that about her. Because then we get to see Lena be even more of a badass boss-ass bitch, with respectfully. Mm-hmm. Because she goes, and she straight up threatens him. She's like, your friend? I talk to him every day. And she's like, what? And she's like, Shin. And then Anita's like, you're the devil. And she's like, I know. We all are. And I'm like, oh, I love that was, this. That was and funny. I was like, yes, Lena. Let's go. Let's go. And that's the interaction between the two. Is that, at the like, our first interaction between the two with, uh, Aneta's backstory is like, oh, no, you're a hypocrite, Lena. You're just like every one of us. You're bad. And then turn around the next interaction, the moment we need to call in the fucking mortars and use our eyeballs, because that's a whole thing mm-hmm. we can get into after we get back to Strange's point. Um, Like, yeah, what a badass. Turn the situation and be like, yeah, yeah, I'm the devil. I need you to help me. I don't care if we're friends. It doesn't matter anymore. I need you to help you. And I know everything about you and your friend across the way who you let loose. And I know everything about him too. And you're either going to help or you're literally the worst. And it's like, what a badass, man. Yes, I love it. It, ooh, it gave me so much joy. Like, she showed up in the rain, and she's like, why are you here? I told you I want to see you again. She's like, I don't care what you want. <laughs> Man, when she hooked her with the, oh, you know about Shin, right? And then took a step back, bringing both of them into the rain. What a power mm-hmm. play. Yeah. That was great. I was, I was laughing. I was like, yes. <laughs> and she's like, and then see, Annette is so helpless. How is she? How is he doing? And all this other stuff. And then she's like, oh, you want to know? Like, you can talk to him yourself. And then, and then slap her arms off. I love it. I love it. And then when she leaves yeah. her there crying and shaking in the thing after the 86 are like, bye, which, oh God. 
But yeah, strange. Yeah, that was all right. So the one point I wanted to make, speaking of like the whole neighbor situation, mm-hmm. uh, I and I know anime's got an anime, but mm-hmm. uh, like you know, <laughs> <clears throat> like the the whole coincidence. Uh, <laughs> oh right, Shin was your neighbor, and I was saved by his older brother. I'm like, I know, look, anime, I know you got an anime. And while this is like a cool plot point, also, that's very, very, very convenient for everyone involved. I, guess. I mean, it also gives that sense of realism like that, you know, you never know who you're talking to on the street. You never know who you're helping and how that circles back, which I've personally experienced. Like I've done something for someone once and then someone's been like, oh, yeah, you helped me out that one time or you helped my brother or cousin or wife or uncle or like cat, you know, like. I feel like you should know, especially from the place that we live in, that everything's reciprocal. Certainly the small town vibe. Yeah. Which small, granted, small town vibe. <laughs> which granted, this might not be a small town vibe, but, you know, it makes sense it's, with Aneta's background, I want to say. It's strange that, like, I mean, with 85 other, like, precincts or districts, it's strange that, like, it just so happens to be Lena's best friend. Mm-hmm. living in the same district as a child that Shin also did. Like, I agree with you. Not that it's like no, no problematic. I'm not saying, yeah, not yeah, that it's yeah. terrible or bad or anything. I was just like, oh, how convenient for everybody yeah. involved. Yeah, not that it's like problematic <laughs> to the storytelling. I yeah. think it really takes you away from like the impact. Because like that swerve of where, oh, by the way, yeah, your neighbor, who we set up with the fireworks, your neighbor was Shin. And you let this man, our boy, go to the killing fields. Fuck is wrong with you. Oh. Uh, but like, <laughs> but like, certainly, it, it's a little bit convenient, but still, overall. I say not that it made me cry any less. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. that it made me cry any less. Overall, it, still yeah. like a medium strong swerve. Yes. Um, Strange, did you have any favorite characters? Like, oh, I really liked. Let me, let me open up the character. There we go. All right. <clears throat> I liked Theo. Theo was good. Uh, Karana or Karina. She was fun. No, Lev, the mechanic dude. He yeah. Was great. No, he Lev. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And just so, finding out his story at the end when Lena showed up. Oh, my up. gosh. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> Like, no. that he's actually from the Republic. And mm-hmm. just, like, I don't, you know, they took my wife. He was married to an 86. And the fact that his child is, I have a theory about that. I have a theory that his child is Anju. But I don't know if that's, like, okay, let, me, let me explain that theory. I, 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 mm, I, mm, so, okay. first of all, Anju <laughs> also, like, she's not nearly as best girl as Lena, but she, like, she best girl. Like, okay, let me rephrase that. Lena is waifu. Anju is best girl. There we go. That's how mm-hmm. that's how that works. But true oh. facts. Yeah. I'm glad you finally got around to saying. <laughs> <laughs> so Anju, like my my heart, like A, she was beat by her own people by 86 because she looked like the republic that enslaved them. Talking about on both sides. Like she don't even shower around other people. Because she afraid of the scars on her back. And she lost her boo thing. Um, 
whose name well, those was scars or words. It looked like words. Those I think it was pig like engarved. It was still scars. Like they scraped stuff into her body. Oh like, yeah, I mean yeah, it is a scar. Yes, yeah. so I was yes. just like I thought it was like words. I don't know, strange. Like yeah, sure, it can be words. Um, <laughs> just, just doing that. But um, she's always like happy. So tragically, it literally means Horus' daughter. Oh wow, carved on her back. Oh wow, pain. All right, well, that's fun. Yeah, her call sign is Snow Witch, and her emblem is dope, and I love her. But, so, <laughs> Anju, like, kind of carries this happy demeanor of, like, happiness, and you just, like, you don't see any of the 86 really cry or be sad until, like, the scene where everybody's just like, well, half the troop's gone, and we lose our boy, Daya, and then she cries for the first time, and you just overhear it, like, it's... But anyway, I have a theory that Lev might be her dad because Lev had a half 86 child and his wife was 86 and they were taken from him. And he joined the position he did to, like, you know, find them and see. He said if there's ever anyone calling his name, like, Lev is the OG, bruh. Because he's like, if you ever find any 86 out there or Legion calling my name, like, please let me know. And then he always gives the 86 who are going on, like, the suicide mission at the end the option to kill him, like, as recompense, and they never take it. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. Lev, my guy, my G, like... You were- I, I was crying. I was crying at that point, too. Yeah. That whole episode, I was literally just... <laughs> and I'm like, maybe Anju isn't his daughter, but, like, the serendipity, if she was, is just... Shout out to Anju. Shout out to the main five, like Theo, Karina, Anju, Raiden, Shin. Like I love them all. Eighty six. And like I you said, thought Sh- Theo was gonna get like blown away. <laughs> like, listen, I have a theory. He stuck out there, which he did. I have a theory. They're all dead. I'm be Roji. Like, oh yeah, totally. No, like, like no, that, that's my theory too. They're all. <laughs> I don't. I think the only one left alive is Lena, and <sighs> I. So the ending Bruh. is yes. Let, let's get uh, if we're ready let's get into the ending yes so well first just two things i want to talk about fido also honorable mentions characters because he is oh so we're we're skipping to the emotional trauma part is that what it how is? how does fido work <laughs> what's your what's your speculation about fido and fido's like robots so Fido, like I, the fact that like Shin can understand him, I feel like he's some form of like technology, like the do. I don't, I don't know. It's like he's able to communicate. I mean, he was experimented on, so yeah. I feel like he might actually be a dog. Like he might actually be like an eighty-six dog mm. that they put in there or something like as Shin's companion. Because, bruh, <laughs> here's my conspiracy. All right, oh, okay. No. Dem robots are real-ass 86 people. Because yes. no one else can con- like understand Fido other than Shin. Like, ha- hold last, have a conversation. And no one else can hear the voice of the Legion other than Shin. So I'm willing to bet that Fido is like a whole-ass brain 86 and that's fucked up. But you know what? Hey. What can you do as a robot? Hey, right? it could be accurate. I rock with that theory, you know? That sounds like a very accurate theory. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. Like, that could very much be true. And I, like, the title 
86, like, means that someone got 86 means they got killed. So, um, we'll, we'll talk about the music afterwards. But, like, so, yeah, let's get into the ending. Like, I feel that the title is a play on how it's all going to end. Like, we're going to get some real depressing, like, Kogi sad boyish with <laughs> the people we care about are all going to die in the end. Like, that's my theory. I feel like Shin, Raiden, Anju, Karina, and Theo are already dead. I feel like we saw them die in episode, like, 10. or the- Except for Shin. Well, Shin's a legion, so he's going to have to die anyway. Like... Yeah, not, right. well, I don't think we saw them. Did did they? What? I'm That's what I'm to saying. Remember. Like, we maybe, s- maybe my eyes were filled with tears at that point. I don't remember them jumping into the battle and like. So at the end of episode twelve, which uh-huh. or sorry, not uh, not episode yet. Yeah. No, actually, it's the the special of episode twelve, which was a recap, but had like literally like twenty seconds of new content at the end, and that new content was like you heard. Like Shin's voice, like robotized, like you heard um, his brother's voice, like Ray. So, yeah. Well, and we see that at the end of episode 11. Like, all of our squad so far, like they ran out of gas, they ran out of ammunition. All of our basic bitch squad at this point that we've gone on this adventure with gets murdered trying to save Shin. And Shin's like, it's too late. I ran off without you for a reason. And then Shin gets Dulahand and becomes, like, at least Shin that we know of becomes a legion. A legion. Like, because his head gets taken while alive. Which, you know what? Let's talk about that for 36 seconds. The legion exists by like okay this whole thing okay they're only gonna be two more years and then we make it out of the war great 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 but they've evolved and they've begun taking human brains whether you think the 86 are humans or not and if you don't go fuck yourself (laughs) they take human brains and begin using them as cpus for better processing and decision making for their drone robots and the whether or not the brain is still alive when you take it depends on what kind of like hierarchy robot you become. So Shin's brother was taken like his head was taken while he was still alive. So it's like a primo ass brain. Mm. And that's what we kind of see Shin get happen to. Like Shin is not dead. Yeah. He reaches for his gun, but for some reason, whether he couldn't or he chose not to, he didn't pull the trigger and off himself before they could take his brain. So it's presumed that he's going to become a shepherd, one of the commanders of the Legion army. No, that's what I'm saying. Like at the end of the special, yep. you hear his voice yep. being all robotized. Like it's, so that's basically the confirmation. So, so, yeah. so definitely. Yes. Yeah. Um, now he's a scorpion looking Mick. Yeah. Is that I him? I mean, that's what, the, that's what wakes up at the very end of the, Tw- uh, tw- uh, the special or whatever. Yeah, like the end of the two minutes is like new footage, and you see like a uh, legion come online, yeah. and it's like at the end of that like, legion coming online, yeah. you hear Shin's voice like say, "What does what does he say?" He said he something. I didn't hear anything. No, I I literally just looked back to like check it out. He there's nothing. It just goes. Blob, yeah, we know? we just see a new legion type come online. Yep. Yeah. 
Uh, well, there's a voice. Maybe it's not the end of Avid. Like, I went and watched the whole, like, breakdown video because I was... Maybe you're talking about episode 11. Hold on. Let me go check out episode 11. For yeah, because nothing <laughs> other, other, than the, other than the confirmation about season two, nothing really happens in episode 12. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I am talking about episode 11 post-credits. That's probably what it is. But anyway, so, yeah. My post-credits, th- he was with his brother. That was all... And you know what? Maybe the maybe the black spider scorpion looking guy is in episode twelve. Uh, but personally, I didn't hear any kind of like Shin specific stuff. Yeah, we definitely. But see we know his that Shin beheaded body definitely. Uh-huh. Yeah, Shin's in the Legion, and that means that coming up soon in ep- in season two, which is slated. For, for this October. October. Yes, boy. I was, like, wow. um, I was expecting it to be like 12 years from now. No. We're going to help gonna, me. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Um, Tag on Titan. Uh, what's that <laughs> other one that we really care about that's never coming back? Uh, it's about spooky stuff. Noragami? Noragami. It's not Noragami. <laughs> Why uh, do you no. have to remind um, me? Uh, because it's sad. It is. Uh, <laughs> but no, certainly. Like, I don't know if the squad is going to come back. But at this point, it's setting up Lena having conviction in about like beating the Legion and not dying. And it's I, it's good. Like my opinion, which is the way they're setting it up, mm-hmm. is it's going to be Lena having to kill Shin. Shin. I 100 percent agree. And I feel like hey, she's going to die in the process. Get out there on the battlefield. Let's go. Because <laughs> we know well, that the Republic is going to get overran. We know that for a fact. Like, mm-hmm. they ain't got, they don't know, no fighting. They don't know nothing. Lena is the only one who knows how to survive, with maybe Aneta being the some ho shit. But, like, I feel- what makes you think that Lena is going to die? <laughs> I think because, okay. <laughs> I feel like I cannot have anything in this anime world. Um, <laughs> all my favorite characters end up dying. Like recently in Tokyo Revengers, I'm like, I love this character. Ain't no way possible, feasible, anything's gonna happen. And this ain't even the type of anime dies. I'm like, what? I'm like, all right. Um, you know, and I just, I just feel it. Like no one I care about has died. Well, that's not true. Like all the deaths in Fido were very sad, and I'm pretty sure the four of those <laughs> Dude, people are Fido? dead. Fido. Freaking end of episode nine or whatever, or yeah, nine or ten. I think it was ten. Best boy. In episode ten, I was, I was balling. I like, bro. I I I died. I was like, okay, I'm going to bed. <laughs> Every even. time Misato died, I'm just like, bro, come on. Why does Misato gotta go? <laughs> yes. Oh shit, wrong anime. My bad. No, I feel that. Um, <laughs> I feel that on a spiritual <laughs> level. I was giving you shit about comparing this to Evangelion. Uh, <laughs> so I wanted to like capitalize on the opportunity while I had it. Cool, cool. Um, whole ass petty. Yeah. Uh, but certainly, no, like, like there were deaths in this. Like, the deaths in 86 were both kind of commonplace, but also meaningful, which is really what helped, like, separate the different worlds that it's trying to portray. Yes. It's not like the different experiences. It's not like, okay, so I love a comic, a kill. Well, I like a comic, a kill It's average, <laughs> but they kill everybody. Spoilers for a comic, a kill. <laughs> Watched it. Yeah, Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. But like <laughs> everyone dies except for two people. Like even the so-called person you think is the main character dies. And it's just like, at some point you don't, ex- it, it stops hitting. Like, okay, actually, every death hits, but you're just like, wow, 
I feel horrible. Everybody died. Like, what is the point? What can I take away from this? Like, I get it, but dang. <laughs> what is life? <laughs> yeah. Like, 86, though, it's like, it's like every death. I can't say every death is like an Irwin from Attack on Titan death. Again, spoilers. I'm sorry. I'm going to spoil every anime <laughs> in this podcast before I'm done. But it's like I felt that type of vibe when everyone died. Like, every death was significant without overdoing. Like, even if you did, like, Haru. I don't even know who Haruto is. Like, he's a little redhead, dude. Who's like, I got dreams for a second. I was like, you do have dreams. Then he <laughs> died. And I was like, it was like the, the three seconds that he had with Fido and his flashbacks made me feel things. Homegirl, the first death that we saw. Um, Kai, Kai, who the one who had the crust on Shin. Yeah. I was like, dang. Like, is that the one? Yeah. No, well, I, no. Yeah, I could have sworn. So she was the oh, one yeah. giving the one with the crush on Shin shit. Okay. Yeah. She was like, hey, oh, you're not going to like take advantage and like talk to him. Well, maybe I might like <laughs> real rib rib, like giving your friend shit. Yeah. 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 I thought she was going to die too. Might be, might be. Um, but <laughs> she like, did. Yes. True facts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> so. But yeah, no, I'm just like, all right, um, okay, everything feels heavy. And in season two, I feel like just no one's safe. I feel like this is one of those things where the whole world has to burn and then the flowers have to come from the ashes. I don't really, oh, yeah. as much as I want Lena and Shin and the other groups to be happy, I don't feel like that's going to happen because no, this pain. Is, this is not an anime about happiness. But, like, it is, though, at the same time, though. Because, like, I know that. I mean, okay, it's like, yay, they're not suffering anymore or anything like that. You know, it's that's, like they almost, uh, they're not, it's not they almost. They're, I'm sorry if I'm cutting you off. Like, but. No, you're good. They continue. It's like they're on some whole Neji shit. Like, before BS writing Kishimoto. Like, some. I'm choosing my own destiny. When they go out to die, when they can literally... Oh, you mean when I when I only have the fate that's before me and I will just be an asshole to everyone because, like, you can't go against your own fate, so I can't, like, Neji in the first fight with Naruto? No, I'm talking about, like, the Neji, like, I'm go- no. after he's like, yeah, my dad died, I'm gonna choose my own path, and now I'm dying because it's my choice, which is truly fate because I did it to protect Hinata. But anyway, like, that whole, like, three seconds where Neji was actually on some, like, right stuff, I was like, yeah, cool, dope, this is what we're doing. Like, I agree, but... Do you think he's your favorite character of Naruto because he dies? <laughs> I think he's my favorite. I liked his fighting style, I liked the words of wisdom he it had. It was dope. And I liked, I think I like his long hair. <laughs> like, and his style was just, and honestly, maybe, like, all my favorite characters in Naruto did die. Like, my top three are him, Jiraiya, and Kakashi. But Kakashi, well, Kakashi did technically die once, but he's alive, so whatever. <laughs> but Boruto wasn't around to fuck it up, yeah. so yeah. And I if Guy like. would have died, if Guy would have died, he would have been my favorite character. But he lived, so. Like, this is a cop out, number six. But, but totally. Uh, I don't know where we're on on the script. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, everyone dies. (laughs) And then there's a season two with just Lena picking up presumably a new team or some new political drama about how she's going to get a new team to like fulfill the dream of not being murdered by 
the souls of the squad she let get murdered. Yes, and I would look on her page to give you more information, but I ain't about to spoil yeah, that for myself. No, no, all the, all I'll do it. No, you no, shut up because no. I'm gonna ask you questions. No, you Don't will not spoil it. this for yourself. I will spoil all the outhouse for you. I'll let you We're know. Well, the real <laughs> the, the real secret is like there's not a lot of spoiler stuff on the wiki that I've seen. Like there's a bit because the the manga is ahead of the anime. Yeah, it's still ongoing. But, like, I think. Yeah. But oh, like, no. there's not a lot that like you can real unless you're looking. Don't look. I'm not. Uh, that you can really find spoiler wise. Yeah, and I know this is gonna take somewhat of a like our original ending because the light novel's not done yet. I just hope they don't hoe it. Please don't hoe it. Please don't do it dirty. Please no promise Neverland slideshows. No coming to the real world and everybody's actually a Nazi <laughs> MF. Like no no Tokyo Ghoul. None none of that. Like I will wait if you gotta give. I'm I'm scared. I ain't gonna lie. I'm scared because this has the potential to be one of my favorite anime. Like it can go in my top ten easy. It can slide in there like butter. But if they hoe the second part, I am going to riot. I'm gonna be like, what? I'm gonna be like, no, why? And cry tears because that's what I worry about. But no, like there's one thing that I want to talk about. Lastly, and that's like okay. We can talk about other stuff, but this one's not getting out chest. Lastly, we're at an hour. Lastly. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> My voice will not be silenced. This music, like this score, Hano, my boy, my boy Swano, Hiroyuki, destroyed this. Like my girl, Mizumi, like my Lako, like my people came in here and destroyed this OST, my guy. Like Avid, the ending song, like, I can't tell you how many times I've listened to this. I can't. It's like 200 plus. But like, <laughs> like, I just listen to I don't I listen to the hour loop on this on YouTube, like because am I obsessed? Yes. But like the visuals that the outro portrays, like the sadness that you hear and the music lined up perfectly when Lena is in episode 11, when she's reading the notes and it's like, blah, 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 sugar, blah, 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 Emma Anju, blah, 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 take care of the cat, you a pig, Theo. Like, I'm just like, yes. And then will you please leave flowers for where we rest? Shin, I almost flipped my desk, carried my desk and tossed it out the window. <laughs> like, I almost called one of y'all to help me with that experience because it would have been a lot. But that moment was like you did our girl Anjo dirty with that recap of the like last note. Yeah, that was. But anyways, I'm proceed. sorry. She was like, "Please take care of the cat. None of us could give it a name. Please give it a name. Thank you, Anjo. Not your solo pig, Theo. But anyways, yeah, uh, Theo. Like you still. How, how are we gonna do best girl like that though? But uh, anyway, proceed. I'm sorry. Okay, and Theo was like, "Here's a picture of everyone <laughs> with their names. Everybody did great. It was awesome. Okay, I was trying not to cry again. But no, happy." But no, totally. Like the fact that it was the drawing of her when no one knew anything about anyone. Yeah, totally. Like it was so beautiful. And then, like her, like the transition at the end of like the climax of the song Abbott when she's just like outside and her hair is blowing in the sunset. I'm like, bruh, could it on the tracks? Yes, like in the trains. And she's like the dedication, and then she's got the cat, and I'm just like, oh my god! Like y'all understand, man? Y'all understand? Like it's so. Like, the music hits me, like, resonates, like, and then the intro, which I feel like you love, Kels. I could be wrong, because I'm normally wrong when it comes to telling other people they like, 
But like, I felt like that was totally your vibe on the intro, like the metal like type. I mean, it was it was pretty all right. Um, maybe because of like the speed in which I was focusing on watching it, yeah, I didn't really like appreciate it. That's fair as much on its own but like it didn't stick out as like not fitting with the vibe yeah so i i and i got a base minimum that's all i ask for is like do you fit with the in like the whole intention and vibe uh, that the show is trying to portray yeah you may not be a banger but certainly like do you take away from my experience but no this was this was on point it was on vibe so I, I appreciate it. Yeah. And just so much love to like the song, like hands up to when like Lena was dropping the duds and Shannon was fighting his brother and then the ending and just so much like, and then the, just like the robot fight in the abandoned city too, where Shannon was jumping around. Like the music just, I don't know. I said, I could talk no, forever. Like strange. Yeah. The, the music was great. Like don't, don't get me wrong. And the music definitely added to the emotional moments. Like, uh, uh, like, I definitely cried harder when the music started. I'm like, Aah. and the thing <laughs> that I felt like that All right. made this so good was that it was unexpected. Like in this year, like it just came out of the blue. I was not prepared for this. Yes, yes. The show came out of the blue. The <laughs> plot came out of the blue. This like the world came out of the blue. It's like a familiar story, you know, if you pay attention to the world. But like certainly, like it being another conversation about that. Totally. Uh, <laughs> final thoughts, gentlemen. I think that everybody should at least watch 86. I'm very sad that our boy Zog was not here to tell me I was wrong about a lot of things and see his opinion. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> Accurate, but fucked up. <laughs> but yeah, I would have seriously loved to know what he thought. Um, but yeah, you know, definitely watch 86 part two. We're going to bring you part two, but at least hoes like it or not. I'm going to bring you part two because I got to do it my damn self, but part two coming Good. soon. You're bringing part two. <laughs> it's fine. Y'all hoes ain't gotta watch it. Strange opinions? Uh, I liked it. Uh, I wouldn't say it was fun, but I did enjoy it. And I do, I would suggest it to other people, but we'll also see how season two uh, is before I start suggesting it. So uh, my opinion, yes, the music was great. Loved the characters. uh, Fido, saddest uh, death in anime. Uh, (laughs) for me <laughs> for me anyways my worst part about Fido's death is it happened like between the transition of two episodes I'm yeah, like that was... did he die okay he did but like how oh that's how uh, what mm-hmm. I honestly thought it happened did it happen like twice I felt like it happened twice <laughs> well we saw it happen twice, yeah okay yeah well but yeah like it's the same death and event Yes, yes, yes. That's what that's what I meant. I was like, it was the same one. I know, but I felt like it happened twice. Which I'm like, why do you have to make me relive this? All I'm saying is, early in the podcast, you said it was a fun anime, and I'm like, how? But I'm glad you circled back around. No, I, um, I say fun as like like ha ha ha, an entertaining experience. Yeah, I thought it was beautiful. Like, like, yeah. Um, but no, I I agree with all of your points, gentlemen. Um, 86 is a, uh, like a really great adventure in terms of, uh, discrimination mm-hmm. as a topic, um, giant robots that are not humanoid. Like that's not something that really happens a yeah, lot. No, and I, I think I was 86 kinda, 
thrown off with that. I was like, oh, I think 86 executed extremely well on giant robots that are not humanoid and making it dynamic and interesting. It's all 3D, but it's like immaculately done. Facts. Um, and I'm excited for season two. I'm, I hope that the story and the production goes off just as well as season one did. And we don't wind up with another tragic, whatever that show that did the 32nd slideshow. Promised Everland season two. Never forget. That's the one. Promised Everland season two. <laughs> let this not be a Promised Everland season yeah, two. Show me everything I want to see in full speed. Yes. Uh, but no, uh, totally 86 is a thing to go watch. 100%. Do it. And next week. Don't be a hoe. Go do it. You can catch another one of our podcasts. Um, I was trying to improvise for Zog, and I couldn't, couldn't do it. Um, yeah, that's done at the end. Of I know. The that's spiel. why I was like, we need you come back. <laughs> all right, the spiel. Let's do it. We can't be you can catch, without you. You can catch all of the podcasts from Content Breaker on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Podcast, which is always blowing up uh, at Content Breaker or Twitter as well. Instagram, whatever, content breaker too. Gentlemen, y'all have shit y'all want to plug. Yes, you can find me at Static Dreads with a Z on Twitter because I'm cool. True facts, mostly. You can find Strange. me at Strangely Entertaining on the Twitterverse and also on YouTube. Uh, and I do, again, plan on uploading videos when I get time to record. <laughs> gonna be great the real answer is you have to make time i know you can catch me on twitch.tv slash corporate kabuki every wednesday 8 p.m we're playing the og dot hack series on the ps2 trying to get ready for our dot hack sign podcast i say that but it's also like a personal goal uh twitch.tv slash corporate kabuki kai what the fuck are we talking about next episode? We are talking about the anime composer slash OST. So come and talk about music and be great with us. Tell me about Swano yes. in depth. Yeah. You, you will hear much, <laughs> much about him. So, yes. Exciting. All next week on Content Breaker. Outro music. The fuck? <laughs>